welcome back to My Best Friends in Engineer. I'm Lexi. And I'm Libby. And today we're going to be talking all about dealing with work stress during the holiday season. But before we get into that, Libby, how has your past like three weeks been? Okay, my week has been good. I am decorating for Christmas right now as we speak. It is so fun. Um, usually, I wait until after Thanksgiving, um, especially with... Okay, there's layers to this tea of the week here. So I, with holiday decor, last year I got some, so last year was the first time in our house and I got some holiday decor, but I was like, I shouldn't get a lot because I know every year I'm probably gonna like add more decor, you know? And then it's gonna be like, every year my style is gonna change, whatever, whatever. And I wasn't decorating until after Thanksgiving. Well, this year we're having people over for Thanksgiving and I want, Ooh. I want the whole place to be decked out. I got table runners with mistletoe on them. I got placemats. I even got everyone a pair of holiday cheer socks that are fuzzy socks that say holiday cheer with wine glasses and um, like Christmas ornaments on fuzzy socks to put at the placemat so everyone gets a little take home gift. Um, I go all so out. <laughs> I got like the, the tree scented candles like so this is, this is like early for me because usually, like I said, I don't decorate till after Thanksgiving, but this year, decorating for Thanksgiving, don't even care about Thanksgiving, only care about Christmas this year, but I'm super excited about it. Um, so that's how my week has been. And yeah, today we're recording the day before Thanksgiving. I was supposed to be on PTO. Um, I had a meeting. I've been running around. Elsie got shots this morning. She got five oh. shots in her butt. Poor baby girl. <laughs> She was oh, her baby girl. She was quaking. She looked like she was in an earthquake. That's how much she was shaking. I was like, oh. "You're being a drama queen. We all have to get shots, honey." So in her butt. In her butt. Yeah. Tell um, about you. I don't. I've never gotten shots in my butt, but I'm sure. Knock she on wood. Knock on, <laughs> knock on wood. So then I just uh, after that I like went to all these stores, got all this holiday stuff. I'm super excited. So that's how my week been, has been. How about yours? Are you doing anything fun for the holiday? I know this will come out after Thanksgiving, but... Yes. So I'm going and spending Thanksgiving with Joey's family. Uh-hoo! So it's a little big, little milestone, I guess. Life so, moments. Yeah. I had to order my catering from Whole Foods. I was like, okay. You did that? I was like, oh, just bring like an appetizer. I was like, okay, let me just see what I can order. What so I'm have? bringing like little cranberry brie, like bread things and then spinach artichoke little bread things so like spinach cheese i think i don't know i'm excited that they should be good so that's what we're doing and then i'm seeing some friends later tonight just like that are all back family Mm -hmm. friends from all over the all over the usa so we're gonna do that and other than that probably just family time nothing too crazy do you guys participate in Blackout Wednesday? That is the key question. <laughs> I was just going to talk about that. So I'm not doing that this year. Yeah. We're going shopping. We're doing like more of a wholesome thing. <gasps> oh, fun. Yeah. But I am just, I just, I feel like I have too much to do. I was like, I don't have time for that this year. Yeah. I was like, I can't tomorrow, especially if I'm spending it with Joey's family. I do not want to be any sorts of hungover. I do not want to be, I just want to be nice and perky and nice and talkative. So I don't think it's, I don't think it's for me this year, but how about you guys? Um, okay. I, so I feel like I've never really participated. I, I participated in Blackout Wednesday once. Um, Mm -hmm. how'd it go? 
It was a long time Did ago. Did you succeed? It was with a high school, not a high school, a, a high school boyfriend. Yep, I blacked out in high school. No, it was with a college boyfriend. And I, I think it was good, but I was like also visiting his family I for Thanksgiving. And like, Uh-oh. That's what they did. No, like it, it did go well. I like didn't actually back out, but not like I've never actually done it like at home. Like we've definitely gone to the bars, but I'm kind of with you. Like I feel like I don't. I think we talked about this in last in the last episode. I'm not a turkey trot runner. That being said, I do like to get up early on Thanksgiving and just like everybody's cooking and like you know the mimosas are starting early. I feel like I'd rather drink on Thanksgiving Day than the night before. Yeah. Yeah, some of my friends from high school, they were like, oh, we're going to the city. I was like, mm-mm, not me. I was like, I have mm, too many out. things to do. I was like, no, I have Pilates and then I'm going shopping. So we're doing that later. But. Yeah. It sounds like going to Blackout Wednesday would add to the stress of your week. Of, oh, that was a wonderful transition. Works well for today's episode. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I guess we can get right into it, you know, because this is a holiday episode. And I'm going to say this, we don't know what episodes we're doing for the rest of the year, but basically they're all going to be like something themed with the end of the year because that's all we can all think about. And I think that kind of goes along with today's episode. But before we get into it, let's, what am I saying? Before we get into it, if you guys like these episodes, if you guys like BFE podcasts, make sure you're leaving a five-star rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, we'd really appreciate a written review. We love reading those. So with that, I think we can get into today's episode. So to start off, we wanted to talk a little bit about where holiday stress stems from. Where, where is this? All of a sudden, yes. you know, we're just chugging along and then all of a sudden it's like Thanksgiving, boom, everything is stress. Urgent. Why? Boom. Why? Stress. <laughs> Stressy and depressy. That's me. <laughs> me during the holidays. Um, Just I kidding. Don't know. Also, I need to add this caveat. I don't know if you felt this way, but like all of a sudden it was November. Like, and I feel like it's getting, as we get older, the more, this happens more and more to me. But like, especially this year for some reason, I don't know what it was, but we were in our bikinis and now we've got Santa and snowmen going around. Like what? There was no in between. And November went by so fast. I think it's just because we were traveling so much, which yeah. I think we can totally talk a little bit more, you know, next episode about our work travel trips. Yes. That would be a good oh, yes. week. But this this week we wanted to get right into it with like yes. the holiday stress. But I think that also just added to it. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is just, it's, it's just done. I'm like, okay, well, I was so excited this week actually that it went by so fast because now I'm like, okay, now five day Halloween. Or no, four-day Halloween. Four-day. Oh, four-day five weekend. Day. My boss is like, what do you mean five? Yeah. He's like, you don't work today. I'm like, no. I think, like, on, I think on top of that, too, to, to, like, contribute to the holiday stress is that, like, everybody is trying to get everything fit in, like, for the end of the year. Like, I know for my projects, we are trying to fit so much in in the remaining few weeks of this year, and, like... We cannot have it spill into January. It needs to get done. So I feel like, especially around this time of year, there's a lot of people working overtime, trying to fit in family time. You're trying to figure out when are you, when the heck are you going to buy presents? That's what I'm doing right now. I have no idea when I'm going to shop for people. Like, there's just so many things going on. Also, when are you going to watch Christmas movies? When are you going to make eggnog? Like, it's just, there's so many things that can contribute to your stress. 
Yes. So it sounds like one of the reasons is these deadlines. So you say you can't have it spill over till January. Is there a reason? Is there like a budget issue or what? Oh, What's going yes. On with that? Okay. So that is a good point to bring up. I think a lot of companies at the end of the year, they hit their budgets. They have to submit new budgets, stuff like that. Um, for me, and it may be like this in other industries as well, but we are shipping out product and with the holidays, in the United States, the a lot of the shipping facilities just shut down for like essentially two weeks. Some of them are open right after Christmas, between Christmas and New Year's, but a lot of places shut down. And we're shipping out product internationally to other countries that cannot afford a two-week delay in their schedule. So we basically need to make sure that they are put on a boat to go overseas before the holidays start. And that, that doesn't have to be, you know, product being shipped out, but there can be so many other things that that can relate to where like, for some reason at work, you cannot afford a two week delay. And I, I don't know if you guys have something similar, but that's like where we're coming from in my industry. Okay. So that's a good point. So the downtime, the many, well, for you, it's more like warehouse downtime. Mm-hmm. For me, I would say it's manufacturing floor downtime. So we get like at least one week so like you mentioned, it's Christmas, New Year's, some facilities, it's two weeks. That is something we have to take into consideration. So we can't run anything for those mm-hmm. two weeks. So basically then December turns into a four-week month to a two-week month. Yeah. So that is a good, you know, that's adding to the stress. So that's a good point. I didn't even think of manufacturing floor downtime. That is such a good point and is a contributor to my stress because like, for example, with Thanksgiving, I know when this episode comes out, it will have passed, but it is this week. The manufacturing facility is completely sh- closed. Like nobody, none of the work line workers are there, but also a lot of like the office people or engineers that I'm dealing with aren't there. And another thing that we ran into this week that was a stressful situation was their shipping dock was closed and we needed to ship product to China. And I was like, we, we, we can't not ship it out this week because we lose a week in our schedule. So that is a good point of like, some manufacturing facilities for Thanksgiving, for Christmas, for New Year's, for you know any other holiday that is around this time of year may be shut down. Yeah. And like you said, a lot of the office people are out. I think people being off just makes it so much more difficult because in some scenarios you need that person's signature. Sometimes they're not, you know, some some facilities don't have that kind of substitute person. So, you know, some sites I've worked with, they're like, oh, I can sign for this person. Like that's, you know, my title allows me to do that. But in some situations, you're just sitting there waiting until they get back. And obviously, this is one thing I want to talk about, but I do not want to bother people on their PTO. I will not be sending a text. This is not, unless it's really, really like a crazy scenario, which I don't think my position would ever be involved in something that's so crazy that I have to like call people on their PTO. I just try to avoid it. So that kind of delays a lot of things when you're waiting on that you know, intermediate person to get to the next step. That's a good point too. And I think that is another reason why just like this time period in general is stressful because like not only could people not be responding to you, but like on the flip side, you may have to spend a lot of additional preparation during these months doing like double the work because you know that certain people are going to be out. So you have to like get things done earlier. So, and then one last thing I wanted to touch on is, you know, this stemming or like the source of holiday stress is you kind of mentioned how your um you know situation with getting things done before january is because you wanted to ship it out but in my case i feel like a lot of the budgets are approved so it's like 
a lot of the product support requests are coming in. So that kind of stresses me out. I'm like, okay, we need to start this by January. So they're kind of prepping in December. And I'm like, okay, well, we have December projects that need to be finished. And I'm like, okay, what is going on? I'm like, this is just, please just get one done and then we'll focus on the next one. But I think that's a lot of, that has been pretty stressful in my past experience. Yeah, it can be, that is a good point. Wow, we're just full of good points in this episode, but I just, just have so many sources of holiday. They're like, where did the chips come in? They're like, There's so many sources about where they- <laughs> of holiday stress. But that is another really good point is like prioritizing your current work that you have to finish by the end of this year with work that you might want to be starting in the beginning of the new year. Because like you said, especially if companies have budget that gets approved, all of a sudden there's this huge release of all these projects that like the company wants to get done in Q1 or Q2 that you might need to start thinking about now, even if you're not actively working on that project. And that could just be another thing that it's like, oh my God, I do not have time. I do not have energy. I don't even want to look at this project right now, but you might have to, to start planning for it. Exactly. Do you have any more sources of holiday stress or should we get into Um, the tips? I mean, I I would just say like overall, I think just the mental capacity of the holidays can be stressful. Like I think especially we talked about this in an episode when we discussed personal branding, but around the holiday season, I try to be like as professional as possible and not let anything affect my work. But oh my god, all I want to be doing is singing holly jolly Christmas songs. And like, I think the mental capacity at work can be very tough to like, I don't know, our whole lives, we have this time period off, especially with school. Like, we were just talking the other day about how when we were in school, finals, you know, finished up by like December 15th or whatever. And then you basically had a couple weeks or a month or two to like veg out and just like chill. You know, if we think back to like, high school, elementary school, we've always just been like able to use this time of the year to relax. And not to say that we can't do that, you know, in the last week or two of December, but it's definitely a lot shorter period of time than when like that were than what we were used to when we were younger. Definitely. And are you taking any PTO this upcoming month? Um, I don't know. I, 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 (laughs) okay. I'll just give a little caveat to my work trip. It went well, but we, like we had a schedule change and now we're going to have to be building the week of Christmas. And I said, I'm not going down there because if I miss my flight and I miss Christmas, that is stressful. So, Hey, another point of work stress, but no, I I would like to take off between Christmas and New Year's. What about you? I am not, which you're not, I'm not, which I know we got to work on that. Yeah. It does stress me out, but that is actually a good point. The travel with, with, you know, work trips, like, especially during the holidays, if you miss it, what do you do? Just hang out with your coworkers? Oh my God. I know. I, <laughs> I was like, I was like semi-joking to my boss because we like sorted it out. I'm not going to be traveling the week of Christmas, but I was like, if I miss my flight, if my flight gets snowed in any of the sort, and this doesn't even have to be with like work, this could be, you just have to travel home for the holidays and your flight gets delayed and you miss this time with your family like time is so limited and that stresses me out so much but yeah I need I know I need to work on that I'm like I don't want to take off like take off time if I'm not going somewhere (laughs) but we'll work on that later (laughs) okay so I think that's all we have for things well not all we have I'm sure we could sit here and think of a million things that stress us out during this time of year but I think we hit like the big hitters with that so here are some tips for dealing with those 
stressing, stressful root causes. <laughs> Why did times. I say that? So like, <laughs> so corporate, what's the root cause of the stress? Yeah. Let's do an FMEA. <laughs> so one thing that I wanted to start on, it's kind of, you know, not necessarily too much of like a tangent, tangential Tangible? Tip. Oh my gosh. Tangible yeah, tip? tangible tip. Tangible yeah. tip. It just kind of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just kind of like remi- a reminder. So remind yourself that all the budgets get approved at the start of the year. So this is why it's stressful. Kind of, I guess this can go along with all of those other stems of stresses that we just mentioned. Just remind yourself, it's just this time period. It's going to die down eventually because that is something I really struggled with last year. So I think that was my, you know, first real time I experienced that stress at the start of the year. I was shocked. I was like, what is going on? I was asking my boss, I was like, why are all these project requests coming in? And I, you know, usually I keep my mouth shut. I don't complain, but I think you could tell I was like so overwhelmed. I was like, what is going on? I was like, I have four people reaching out from four different sites and what do I, what do I prioritize? How do I do this? How will it happen? And then he kind of just said, a lot of the budgets get approved. This is not how it's going to be. Just give it a few weeks. And he was correct. I mean, he's been in the industry for over 10 years, so he knows. But I think that reminder is very important, just not even with the budget situation, just with all this, everything that's going on during this time in general. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, a good tip is just to try to have grace with yourself. I know it's like easier said than done, but that's kind of what we wanted to drive home with this first tip is that like, just have like those subtle hints of a a reminder in your daily work life. If there are things, and this is definitely something that I can improve on, but if there are things that start to bubble up and make you really stressed out, something that often helps me is like to remind myself that like I've been here before. Like even if you, even if this is your first year in corporate in the holiday season, you've, you've been in a stressful time in your life, you know, in college or in high school or, you know, some previous time that you made it through and you were all good. It was all fine. So just remind yourself that like, even though it feels like it's the end of the world, it's not going to be the end of the world. January 1 is going to come and then we're going to move on with our lives. And before we know it, we'll be in bikinis again. We'll be in bikinis. <laughs> and then little polka dot bikinis. <laughs> yeah. That is a good point. So going off of that, okay, something that you can do that I have found is super helpful is sending an email to all the teams you're working with or maybe all the individuals and letting them know when you'll be on PTO. So this one is really helpful for me because I work with different sites. So that is just something I make sure to check off my you know, list. I say, hey, this is when I'm gonna be out. Please send any requests you know, in a timely manner. Just wanted to give you this heads up. Yes, this is such a good point. At my previous company, this was not part of the cultural norm. Like people didn't really, people really only let their boss know when they were taking PTO, but I think if this, if you don't notice this at your company, try to like start this movement, start this cultural norm of like emailing your team or the people that you're directly working with. That just gives them a heads up. Like Lexi mentioned, if there's a request they need to get in with you or something that they know that they need to get done for one of their deadlines where they need to reach out to you, they can kind of like prioritize their time around when you'll be out. So this is really big in my company as well. Even if you're gonna be out for two days, people send a note to everybody being like, hey, FYI, these are the dates that I'm gonna be out of office. Um, and this can just be, you know, use this tip to stay on top of your life during this time period. And okay, quick quick uh, mini tip, don't give forgiveness, or 
Don't um, be apologetic, maybe is the right word. Don't give forgiveness. Don't, don't forgive give anyone. <laughs> Hold grudges. No. Be, um, I guess don't be apologetic when it comes to PTO because I sometimes find myself being like, oh, I know. I'm sorry. I'm going to be out that day. Like, no, you have paid time off. Use your paid time off and don't feel guilty about using it. Everybody uses their paid time off. Um, so yeah. So that's Lexi, a- Lexi needs to work on something. <laughs> that's, well, that's it for you and for me and for everybody listening. <laughs> yes. And then one thing, actually, when we're kind of going through this that I wanted to link in with this one is adding your out of office dates in your email signatures. This was such a good comment by you, Libby. I had never even thought to do that. And I love it. I'm going to totally do it. Okay. I've never thought to do this either, but one of my coworkers did it. Um, and it actually wasn't around the holiday season. He was out of office. Like I noticed that he had this in his email signature, like back in September for some dates that he was going to be out in October. So now I've started doing that. Even if it's just one day, I have a little section right under my name that just says future OOO and like, and then enter. And then underneath it's just the dates. So, um, that way every single time that you send an email, people can see those future out of office dates. Um, or, you know, if, you are out of office and they're going back to look at emails and being like, why isn't she responding or whatever. They see that note and it's like, oh, duh, out of office. Yeah, exactly. And I agree with you. In my first role, this was not done. And then the first time someone did this, it was like a epiphany light bulb moment. A, I was like, light why bulb? Did I never yeah. think. Yeah, I was like, why? It was like the most simple things. It's just like the funniest, you know, situations where it's the most simple thing that you, I always feel like, oh, why didn't I think of it? It's just, I love those situations. And now I'm like, I will always do that. I think it's so helpful and just so smart. And then one more tip, kind of we're, we're giving tips for emails here and correspondence with other people. Um, Lexi, do you ever, do you set an out of office message, like an automatic message whenever you're out of office? So I don't know if you've ever done this, if this is common knowledge or not, maybe it is, but at my company, when you say you're out of office, like usually, you know how, like I've seen in the past, people put like their cell phone number and they'll be like, I'm out of office, but here's my cell phone number if you need to contact me. Well, to avoid that and to avoid getting contacted on your PTO, you could try, um, you know, reaching out to a colleague or someone or try reaching out to your boss first and see if they have a recommendation, but have another point person. So like, instead of saying, um, you know, here's my cell phone number if you need to reach me, you can say, reach out to Bob Schmo, who will be, you know, taking, who will be the point person while I'm out or something like that. Of course, this is kind of hard if like everybody is out for the Thanksgiving holiday or everybody is out for December 24th. But if there's any other random days that like you might be out that other people are in, try to see if you can like set up that relationship with someone else to be the point person. Yeah, we always have someone else's name in our email signatures. And I would never give my personal number. Like I hate, hate, hate giving my personal phone number. Yeah. So I actually asked my boss to get a work phone and he approved it, obviously. Oh, He's nice. Like, no problem. Yeah, but I just, cause, and, I made, and I got a comment once from someone that I worked with. He's like, oh, you have no phone number. And I said, well, I have no work phone. So you can yeah. contact me via, via Teams Audio. But I will not be handing out my personal, and I hate, you know, I always hated with the vendors. Like That is a good boundary. they require, yeah, I, I refuse. I was like, I give my phone number to too many retail stores anyways. Zara's texting me. I don't need, like, <laughs> I was like, I don't need more texts from people. I need to just, you know, have that boundary. So, because I'm like, you can 
Teams Audio, this is something new with remote work that we probably didn't have before. So you can call me that way. Call call all you want. My notifications mm-hmm. are off anyway if I'm PTO, on PTO. Yeah. But that is where I cut it. I will not give my phone number like my personal one because Zara needs it more than <laughs> just kidding. That's right. That's a good tip. So going off of this, um, you know, sending an email with what dates you might be out of office, I it just kind of goes along with the paper trail. Just making sure you send all of your emails so you can kind of show the delay. Mm-hmm. This is kind of a bad way to put it, kind of showing that the delay is on other people being out of office. But again, you have to back yourself. You have to be your own advocate. You need to have that paper trail. And I guess if someone asks you, hey, why, why did you not tell someone you're going to be out for two weeks? You could say, no, I did I did let you know. And here's yeah. the email. It just saves, saves your butt, you know. And I don't want to take a cynical stance, but... Unfortunately, you have to be your own. It's a doggy dog world. Keep these things. Yeah, you have to. You know, everyone likes to be friends until everyone gets in trouble. Like someone gets in trouble. Yep. Then they start pointing fingers. So, you know, you let them know ahead of time. You you know you have it in your out of your email signature. Yep. Boom. No questions. No questions, please. Mic drop. And if you guys if you guys are listening and you're concerned about like sending that message to people in your company, like the tip that we're giving to send a message for your future out of office dates, you can use BCC. Uh, I don't know what BCC stands for. I think it's blind copy. Um, blind but that carbon way, copy. Blind yeah. carbon copy. There you go. But that way, it doesn't matter like who in your organization you're sending this email to because they can't see who's on the email. So that's like to Lexi's point of keeping a paper trail. I know that some people could be like a little hesitant or nervous to keep that paper trail. Nobody's going to know who else is on that email except for you and the person that received it. So don't be afraid to do stuff like this to stand up for yourself and advocate for yourself during this time. Yeah. And even it's helpful in situations where it's not even related to, hey, I didn't know you were going to be out of office. Why didn't you let us know? It's going to be your manager reaching out. Hey, what's the delay with this? Okay. I reached out on XYZ dates. They were out of office. That's not, you're not blaming them. Everyone, like you said, has a right to PTO, but you did what you needed, you know, to do in that aspect. So it's not like we're attacking people or trying to push the blame. You're just showing, again, advocating for yourself, showing you did what you needed to do. Totally. So next one. If you feel overwhelmed in that situation, like we mentioned, you're getting a lot of requests, you have a lot of upcoming deadlines, I would recommend reaching out to your manager and asking which tasks you should be prioritizing before your end. Yes. Um, You know, that shows you're putting in the due diligence, you're planning ahead, um, and you're, you know, off of that, I would create a plan for when you want to have everything done and make that schedule and kind of have a little bit of cushion room because you, again, I would feel like everyone experiences this. There's always an emergency during the holiday season. So I would recommend giving, like, one or two days, hey, I need to have it done by this day so it's actually, like, and the actual due date is two days later, I think that has been very helpful for me. Yes, and a tip for when you're going to your boss, that that is a a great recommendation, uh, because that way you can have open communication, be candid with them, be like, just with everything going on, I cannot handle this right now, I need help. Try to come to your boss, like Lexi said, with that plan, with that schedule of when you think you can get things done. Um, And that way you can highlight specific things that might be at risk. So I found in my experience, this does take a little bit more work by you up front, like kind of getting your tasks organized and trying to sort through everything. 
but it's way more productive of a conversation with your manager to have rather than just like, I mean, I'm guilty of it too, running into my manager's office being so stressed and be like, ah, I don't know what to do. But like, they can't really help you. They're, they're probably gonna be like, okay, well, what do you think you need to do? So it, it might be a little bit more work on the front end, but if you can raise that awareness to your boss and be like, look, these are the things I absolutely know I can get done. Here are the deadlines that I absolutely can commit to. These are the things that I previously committed to that in this season of the holidays, I'm just not gonna be able to do or I need help completing. And they're gonna love that. They're gonna love the fact that you just took the initiative to kind of try and plan out, try and you know get through it, through it mm-hmm. and kind of organize it. But you still need that support from them. And it's very good to, even if you feel like you have a plan, just to let them know what's going on because they, yep. they don't know what's going on unless you tell them. You know, yep. everyone likes to think. And I was also, also thought this when I started working, I was like, oh, he knows all the projects I'm working on. No, he doesn't. Cause I nope. get reached out to without, you know, him being involved. So yep. I think that'll be helpful. One other thing on this um, is making a to-do list at the end of every day. This was Libby's tip. I think it was... It's very helpful. You, you know, you can always do this, but you, how about you go? You talk about it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. No, yeah. I mean, I I think this is a tip that especially around the holiday season is really awesome to implement. If you are feeling overwhelmed, even if you're not feeling overwhelmed, try this out. You can do this any time of the year, like Lexi said. But, you know, whether or not you work from home or you're in an office, The holiday season is just a time, kind of like we mentioned in the beginning of the episode when we were talking about stressors of the holiday season, where you just have a lot going on. You might have family coming into town. You might be on your own and having to figure out how you're going to feed yourself. You might be trying to buy gifts. You might be trying to watch holiday movies. You might be saying Christmas carols with your church. There's so much going on this time of the year that I I can have a very easy, like, uh, I, I think I'm... I'm forgetting the phrase right now, but my brain forgets things so easily this time of year, especially things I have to do in corporate. So make a list at the end of every day. If you have your action tracker that you've been keeping up with, with your like larger overarching tasks for the rest of the year, that's good to check in and be like, okay, this is a, this might be a daunting task that I have to get done before the year is up. What are all the smaller tasks that I can break this down into? And then what days can I write this on my to-do list on? And if you have something physical to cross off, mm, I think we can all relate to how satisfying it is when you can actually cross something off your list. Mm-mm-mm. I used to make, I used to spend more time in college on my to-do list than I did on my actual work because I was color coding the boxes. I was making 3D check marks. I was using different highlighters. Yeah, I would finish something and I would realize I didn't put it on my to-do list, so I'd write it and then cross it out. And then cross it off. Yeah. So, and then going off that, you know, the to-do list. So I set up my um, kind of work tasks or kind of my tracker with a whole month view. Mm -hmm. So if I get something and I'm like, okay, email this person, even if it's a week away, I kind of look and I put it on that week. So I put it ahead of time. So even if you don't want to do the to-do list for the next day, which I think is helpful. I mean, at the end of... At the end of every day, do kind of like a little audit. What did I get done? What do I yep. need to do? What's upcoming? But, you know, something that I think is very helpful is having that whole month view. And I'm like, okay, reach out with this person by the 21st, you know, and I just throw that in with my little middle check mark yep. thing on one note. So I think that has been super helpful as well. I think that's a great tip, especially because just 
if you guys can't tell in this episode, we're just trying to tell you to like stay on top of things as much as possible, even though it is stressful, because the last thing that you want to have happen when you are getting ready to like watch a movie, a holiday movie at the end of the day on the Hallmark channel is have somebody remind you that you were supposed to do this like really important thing and you didn't do it. And it's actually going to take you like a week to do because you have to reach out to a bunch of different people before you can get it done. That is the worst feeling. Don't let that happen to you. Plan ahead. If it, if it helps, like Lexi said, make your monthly view so you can schedule things ahead of time. Like just this is a really good time to like just be extra on top of your schedule. All right. And I had one last tip and this one. Okay. I really want to bring attention to this one. Having strict boundaries with your PTO. Have your notifications off. Don't give out your personal cell phone number if possible. And Libby, I'm going to call you out. You were on PTO today and you <laughs> let a meeting, you little, you little hard worker. Let's talk about that. I know it's, it's really not good, but I do agree. You have to have hard boundaries. If, if something comes up that you have to do, okay, so be it. But try to make it so that you don't have things come up on your PTO. So, for example, things that you can do are – actual things that you can do is look ahead, two weeks ahead, three weeks ahead. What PTO dates do you have coming up? Do you have a bunch of meetings on one day that you're planning on taking PTO? Are you the owner of that meeting? If you are for any of them, actively move it. Move it a couple days ahead or a couple days after the PTO – but don't do this the day before the meeting is supposed to take place. Do it a week before so that everybody has plenty of time, especially if someone was getting something ready or wanting to present something, move it. If you are not the owner of the meeting, reach out to that person and see if it's at all possible to move the meeting. A lot of times people just schedule meetings because that's the time that everybody's available. But if you give the meeting owner enough time, like for example, a week, like I've been saying, I'm sure it's gonna be no big deal for them to move that meeting. There might be some cases where you can't move meetings, but try it if at all possible to get everything moved out of the way so that on your PTO day, you have nothing on your calendar. Yeah. And going off of that, you can also ask the meeting owner, is it necessary that I'm there? You know, Ooh, is there that is such you a need good from point. Me? Yeah. Or can I update you before? Can I provide my update before? And can I go shopping and do my holiday shopping such on my PTO? Such a good point. Yes. But okay. Actually, side story. I So I'm talking to a vendor. And they set up, and it's, it just was like they did not understand what I was asking. I was just asking for a certain form to be filled out. We already use their software. This guy thought I was trying to reach out to like adopt the software and like kind of buy it and you know employ it into our system or adopt it into our system. He set up the meeting for the Friday after Thanksgiving, and I don't know if everyone, you know, I know some people don't have it off, but I'm like that is such an interesting tactic, especially from a sales perspective. Like they could. A lot of people have off the Friday after Thanksgiving. That is very so odd. I was just such a silly. Yeah, it was. I was like, mm, okay, well, I will be denying, and yeah. I'm gonna let you know, like this is the situation. But I was like, okay, I've never, never gotten that. But okay, absolutely amazing point. Do not be afraid to deny meetings. I, I feel you. I hate denying meetings, but especially in Outlook, you can deny a meeting and then you can edit your response. Especially this time of year, if you have PTO. You don't even have to explain what you're doing. Just respond and be like, deny meeting and your explanation will be on PTO. And that is all you have to do. Yep. But I love your point about like reaching out to the meeting person, seeing if there's anything you can provide. Do you actually need to be there? Because a lot of times, I mean, I know when I set up meetings, sometimes I just add people because like for visibility, like maybe they don't need to be at the meeting. Maybe I add them as optional because I know they probably want to see the meeting notes. 
those people probably don't even need to be at my meeting. So if they were to reach out and be like, I'm on PTO, I'd be like, okay, no problem. So don't be afraid to do that if you're listening to this episode and you feel overwhelmed. Because coming from a people pleaser, I never want to deny anyone's meetings because I don't want them to think that I'm mad at them. But that is just so silly. That is so silly. silly. That is so silly. That's not how corporate works, little girl. (laughs) I think those were our big big tips honestly for you guys and i wish someone told me this before yeah before i had to pick them up like little like little egg hunt on the way yep. in corporate i'm like oh noted that put it in my pocket now yep. i know <laughs> i know i feel like these are like un- unspoken secrets in the corporate world which they're literally not but i feel like it's just because everybody's been in corporate in the corporate world for so long especially you know like some of the people that we might work with who are a little bit older, they've been in the corporate world for so long that this is just the norm that they like never even thought to like tell somebody who's newer to this world kind of the the ways of the holiday season. And that's why we're here. If you have any additional tips that we didn't touch on that you think might be helpful for us in the future or our listeners, let us know. And you can find us at, at my best friends and engineer on Instagram. Yes, and if you guys have a tip that you want to share with everybody, leave it in your written review when you leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. You can also leave us a review on Spotify. We are going to be doing a giveaway um, before the end of the year, and it is a $100 Visa gift card that can definitely help you out with some of your holiday shopping. All you have to do to enter to be into or to be in that giveaway is to leave us a rating and review, take a screenshot and submit it to our Google forum, which is in our Instagram bio at my best friends and engineer. And then also in the show notes of this episode. Yes. You can use that hundred dollars to get a very nice planner to be on top of your corporate tasks. Yes. We'd love to see it. All right, and if they want to tell you all about their tips and tricks this holiday season, where can they find you, Libby? You guys can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Libby Beyond the Label. And then, Lexi, where can they find you if they want to give you all of their tips and tricks for staying de-stressed? I would love any additional tips and tricks on de-stressing. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Engineer Lexi. All right, I'm Lexi. And I'm Libby. And thanks for listening. And thanks for listening to, to my, my best, best friends, friends and engineer. engineer.